It is with great excitement that in 2021, we are blessed to have two new sponsors for the CT Startup Podcast. One of those sponsors is CT Next, an organization each one of our hosts, as well as many of our guests and listeners have had the opportunity and pleasure of interacting with. I'm going to let Glendalyn Thames, Deputy Commissioner of the DCD and Founding Executive Director of CT Next, explain what CT Next does for early stage businesses here in Connecticut. So what is CT Next? Our, our mission um, fundamentally is really to equip early stage companies and entrepreneurs with resources, guidance, um, networks to accelerate their, their growth um, and, and really creating an environment where our entrepreneurs can really start their business, grow their business and thrive in Connecticut and positioning Connecticut as the most desirable location in the country for an innovative company to build and grow and create jobs. And we do this, uh, you know, a few different ways, right? Um, one by, you know, really cultivating a network of public-private partnerships and really acting as a catalyst um, that supports entrepreneurs from ideation and growth to exits. Um, but then also, you know, providing direct funding to companies as well. So we have many programs um, that are non-dilutive capital to help accelerate kind of the early stages of growth of a company. Um, and then, you know, we we offer uh, other programming relative to, you know, again, building that, that, in, that community infrastructure across our state. So if you think about, you know, incubators, accelerators, co-working spaces where that, that dynamic knowledge sharing is happening and where kind of innovation actually starts and, and occurs. For more information, please visit www.ctnext.com. This is CT Startup, your source for information on entrepreneurs, investors, and resources in the Connecticut startup ecosystem. From university campuses to industrial labs, from Stanford to Hartford, and from Danbury to Norwich, if it's happening out there in Connecticut, you'll find it in here. Welcome to CT Startup. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the CT Startup Podcast. Um, as we have done before in uh, this year is that we've gone back to people that we have talked to before. This is not one of those cases, but it actually is one of those cases because we're in an, an office space that we uh, we were here in maybe, I want to say, 2018, maybe two, a little bit earlier, as uh, our guest kind of reminded me of the exact time of when we were here. But we today are at Upward Labs, and we are with the program manager, Greg Flynn. How are you doing today, Greg? Eric, I'm doing fantastic. Great to be with you. Yeah, and uh, and we have, we'll have to say is that this is the first uh, in-person podcast back uh, from uh, from our little hiatus over the past uh, you know year or so. All right, so, fantastic. Uh, yeah, Hallelu- so, hallelujah. Exactly. We'll exactly. <laughs> right. So I was able to drag you out of your house and uh, get back get you back in the office. So uh, so yeah. So how are you doing today, Greg? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing great. And as you said, I mean, anytime we have the ability to do something like this in person. Uh, I feel like the ice is starting to melt to some extent on COVID. You know, people are getting out, people are getting back into the office, people are starting to do these types of things. And so it's, uh, from my perspective, it's a beautiful thing. Yes, it really is. It really is. So, um, so one, Upward Labs is in Hartford. And so I'm going to let, I'm going to let Greg kind of explain a little bit of what Upward Labs is, because we were here when it was Innovate Hartford, and it has blossomed into a, uh, 
uh, a few different kind of things that we'll get into, but Upward Labs is their accelerator. So, Greg, what, what's happening uh, in Hartford with Upward? Yeah, yeah, well, fa- uh, fantastic. And, and once again, Eric, thanks so much for having me on. So let me tell you a little bit about Upward Labs. And so for folks that are in the audience, too, who are not familiar with our program. So basically what we do over at Upward Labs is we're a startup lab. We're located right here in Hartford, Connecticut, in downtown, over at beautiful Upward Hartford, where we are today. And so what we do is we take amazing startups, basically, that we source and we recruit from all over the world, right? Um, All different countries that come in. Um, They locate right here in Hartford, Connecticut for the life of our program. Um, We take startups in two um, industries. So one industry is real estate and another industry is healthcare. Um, And then we essentially provide a matchmaking function for those startups into large enterprises that are in, in the area or in the region so that those startups can solve those large enterprises challenges. That's essentially Upward Labs and, and what we do. Um, you know, we've been blessed to have run that program now for going on almost two years. Um, it's a four-cohort program. It was backed by Connecticut Innovations, the, the venture capital arm of the state of Connecticut, who have been fantastic partners for us. Um, going into four cohorts, we've had about 30 companies that have come through the program, like I said, right here in downtown Hartford. Um, and with the overall goal of helping the startups grow their business, helping their startups find a new market, and at the same point in time, helping all the large corporations in the area use startups as an avenue of innovation. Um, so that's Upward Labs, and that's that's the program. And it and it would be new, I think, from the last time that you were here in, in 2018. Yes, as well. exactly. Yeah, and uh, yes. and that's the that's actually the good thing about Connecticut, right? Is that we have been evolving. You know, Connecticut Innovations, when it comes to CT yeah. Next, they've been putting together these projects and. That's that's the whole point of that is that they start one way and then they move you know move in a direction they iterate on top of what what's worked and what hasn't and they move forward yeah. and so that, that it, I actually like the fact that when we are coming in we are oh little feedback there oh that's uh, that's better um, it, it it's good to see the evolution of this because that's what CTNX wanted that's what CI is looking for is that you don't want to yep. stand still you want to find out what works and what doesn't so. So let's talk about your two areas of focus. How did you get onto sure. those two areas of focus in terms of the startups that you're looking for? Yeah, sure. So, um, so I'll I'll take healthcare basically first as an area of focus. Um, you know, if if you look in this region or you look in this area, we have phenomenal um, assets from a healthcare perspective. So just look at the big companies that are here. I mean, from where we are here at Upward Hartford, um, Aetna is a, a stone's throw away. I mean, I could probably hit my driver, I think, over to Aetna, probably 300 yards away. That's a good uh, drive. Yeah, that's actually, I, maybe I've gotten older, so I don't <laughs> hit it quite as far now. But uh, I probably hit a drive over to Aetna. You know, Cigna is a little bit more of a stone's throw away just over in Bloomfield. But to some phenomenal organizations from a healthcare perspective perspective. Um, Hartford Healthcare, who's been a fantastic partner for us here over at Upward Labs. Uh, once again, I know they're um, you know, just opening up a, a new um, showcase for innovation. I, I'm not sure if you saw over in the Hartford Current, right over at 100 Pearl Street in downtown Hartford. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful sort of outside, beautiful facade outside to 100 Pearl Street showcasing Hartford Healthcare's commitment to innovation. So we have some fantastic partners that are in the area. So that's a, a natural area. Um, and then real estate, we've been lucky and blessed enough as well to partner with really great real estate organizations who want to pilot technologies and want to pilot new real estate technologies in downtown Hartford. Um, so Shelburne Global, who's one of our partners who owns this building um, that we're in right here, um, they also own the Gold Building in Hartford, 100 Pearl Street. They're the largest commercial landlord in downtown Hartford. They've committed to piloting new startup solutions and innovative solutions here. So real estate was a great area. And then real estate has a great crossover into insurance, too. 
Um, so if you think about travelers, for example, right, they're insuring, um, you know, um, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of properties. Um, the Hartford is the same thing. So there's a crossover back and forth between real estate and insurance, which makes this very timely as an area or very topical as an area as well. Mm -hmm. I assume this past year has been very interesting for the commercial real estate market, right? Like, it, it, I mean, it's yeah. completely changed, you know, like not, I mean, we're. I assume everybody's trying to figure out how to get people back in and, and everything. So like, tell us a little yeah. bit about how this year has, or this past year has actually changed maybe approach for some of the, the, the real estate companies in, in your program. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I think this, this year, I mean, in just so many different levels has been an interesting year, I think for everyone and everyone's basically had to have, have to have a redo and basically a rethink of the way that they operate. Um, I could talk about from the program's perspective, right? One of the big decisions we made from a program perspective is in our third cohort, which was, you know, call it um, six or seven months ago. Uh, we made the decision to focus on solutions that were only relevant to COVID-19 that could help real estate owners with COVID-19 or could help healthcare companies with COVID-19. So interesting solutions, timely and topical. So just to give you kind of a, a couple of ideas of the startups that basically came through the program, um, is we've had a number of startups come through in air quality. Um, we had a, a, a great company come in in air quality out of Israel. We had another great company come in from Canada um, over into our program. And as you know right now, essentially all of these buildings, all of the commercial buildings, all of the residential buildings, all of the restaurants have to be thinking about solutions to upgrade their air quality in the area of COVID-19. Um, over on the healthcare side, we focus on isolation. Um, you know, people were so isolated just as part of the pandemic. Um, you know, isolation has been linked. Um, you know, I, there's there's been different studies out there that have shown that social isolation in, in seniors has been basically the health equivalent of smoking 15 cigarettes a day. You know, we're we're a connected group, right? We're a connected species. Um, you know, everything that we do has to have a, a sense or an element of connection. And if you remove someone from that perspective, then the, then the health outcomes can rapidly deteriorate. And so we brought a lot of companies in that addressed social isolation. Um, we've we had everything from robots that would uh, we had, we had a company in from Connecticut or from France actually called Cutie um, that had a companion robot for isolated seniors, which was really cool. We had another company come in called uh, Hey Herpy, which was out of Cincinnati, which had a a platform that basically seniors could use to connect to their loved ones and their families using the TV. So these were sort of connecting platforms, right, that were relevant and timely and topical for COVID. So. Um, so that's the way that we did as a program, basically steered through this, this environment. Um, obviously, it's more difficult to do what we do in a virtual environment, and it, I, it admittedly probably has less energy virtu virtually than it does in person. Um, but we pivoted our program to basically to be helpful in the time and to bring solutions that could be very valuable to our partners. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when it comes to, um, when it comes to the, like, the launching of an idea, right, timing is sometimes half the battle. And what that means is that... Oh, there we go. Sorry about that. Um, what that means basically is that sometimes the entrepreneur has to fight, you know, kind of certain things and, and kind of getting people on board of why right now, why, why should we do this right now? But this year, right, you're going to talk about the isolation. You're talking about air quality, air purification. I mean, that's yeah. probably not like a sexy thing that people were really going after, but they're like, wow, we really need this right now. So let's come up with a solution. Let's figure it out and move forward. The isolation thing too, seniors is one mm -hmm. thing, but for, I mean, I'm an outgoing person. Like at some point I was like, you know what? I can adapt to this. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I've done it before. You know, we have our business. Right. But at the same time, 
like after a while it started getting to me. I was telling my wife, I was like, I need to go, I, I, I need to go see people. I need to be around people. Right. So I, I think that this year, just like you're saying, is that sometimes you, you got to use the moment to get, get something further ahead. Right. So, yeah, you know. that's absolutely right. No, I, th- I think that's a great point. And, you know, it's always a question, right. If, you, if you're doing something, which is, is it timely? Is it topical? Is it relevant? Is it contextual? Why would I want to do this now? Why would I want to act on this now? Um, and I think, you know, COVID-19 or solutions that are COVID-19 really have an opportunity to meet all of that from a criteria perspective. And, and I think they're all basically the, the solutions and the technologies that, quite frankly, from a human perspective, are the right thing to have, right? I mean, it's a, it's, it's a human solution to have clean air in your buildings, right? To have air filters that are going to screen out the particles that are of the size of COVID, right? It's just the right thing to do. The same thing on the, on the healthcare side, too. It's the right thing to do to provide solutions to people that are lonely or that are isolated. I mean, I would say, too, that I, I definitely felt it from an isolation perspective, too. You know, we're, like I said, we're, we're kind of wired to, to be together and we're wired to connect to, uh, to each other. I think we're wired to have, obviously, in-person conversations as well where we can read each other's body language and we're not wearing a mask and you can see my, my facial, facial expressions and these types of things, too. So, um, you know, doing everything we've tried to replicate everything doing it over zoom and i I think you know it's been a success in the environment that i think people had to navigate through but there's nothing like coming back and doing things in person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so how does the the so i know you're talking about real estate and then the um uh, insurance and kind of how they pull in how have you guys gone about kind of bringing in the bringing in these corporate partners to, to be a part of this program with you? Yeah, well, I think with the corporate partners, what's been fantastic about the corporate partners is that there's so many people in this community that want to help and that want to engage in the community that um, when Shauna was setting up the program, and I know we'll talk about Shauna in a bit and her background, who, who I work for here at, at Upward, um, but recruiting people has been originally at the outset of the program was letting them know that something unique was happening and letting them know that something was spe- that special was happening in the area and asking them for their help. And it was, I think, as, as um, you know, kind of uh, as uh, I don't want to say as simple as that in terms of doing it. But when you're in a community like this, you, you have so many people that are invested in the community, so many people that want to see the community thrive, so many people that want to see the community succeed and that want to help. And so rallying people in and around a cause, which is, now, how can we bring fantastic startups in real estate and in sure tech and in healthcare? How can we bring them right here so they're right in Hartford, they're living in Hartford, they're right in the front door here? It's an entrepreneurial ecosystem that we're building. I think when you position that to people, people naturally and intrinsically understand that we're here to build something special together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you mentioned Shauna because that's what, when we were here a few years ago. Uh, that's who we were actually interviewing. And it's kind of interesting because we, we just tried to backtrack to, to that. And we were here when it was Innovate Hartford. And I remember talking at the end of it and, and Shauna was like, well, we have this vision for upward cities and, and upward Hartford and, and, and so forth. And you are there now, right? Because there's multiple aspects to this bi- this business and, and what's going on. So can you just touch yeah. on those just so people understand like, you know, where Upward Labs fits in in, in the whole upward movement? Sure, sure. So I, I would say in and around, um, you know, um, re- let me get a couple of kind of distinctions first. So there's Upward as a company, right? And so the mission of Upward is really to revitalize second tier cities. That's the, the mission of the company, right? And the way that that mission is accomplished is by creating um, spaces and creating experiences that fonts, that are part and parcel of the entrepreneurial ecosystem in those cities, right? Or maybe to put it a different way is to help basically revitalize cities using innovation. 
Um, and so in, in order to do that, you've, you've got a few different pieces to the business which have been assembled in order to do that. Right, so one is Upward Hartford, which we're here, right? It's a beautiful um, co-working space. It's an event space. It's the it's an innovation destination for Hartford, really kind of the innovation heartbeat of Hartford, right? So if you've got, this is in, in pre-COVID times, you know, if you had a meeting or if you had an event or if you wanted to have a coffee or if you wanted to do all of these different things that were innovation related, you would come here and you would settle here. And this is the place that innovators could come to. Um, so that's Upward Hartford as a business. Um, Upward Labs is is the uh, the one where I am program director, which is the the startup lab that we just talked about, and we've also added in from a business perspective. There's a living space, which is specifically designed as a co-living space for technologists, for entrepreneurs, for innovators, which is located right in downtown Hartford on one nine on one ninety six Trumbull Street. Um, and so you have the ability to kind of um, live and to work and to play all here in Hartford, all of it basically happening right here and generating that sense of community that can help be a, a catalyst to the region. Um, so that's up, that's upward in, in, the, in the businesses. Um, I would say that, you know, if, if I look at you know, COVID, I think kind of put a wrench in, into everyone's plans for some extent really? from an, really? from an innovation perspective. <laughs> I would say just a little bit. Yeah, we'll call me Captain <laughs> Understatement on, on that, on that uh, front. But um, the momentum and the energy and the, the forward progress, um, you know, having these, you know, beautiful event spaces and beautiful living spaces and beautiful programs that are here, you know, Harvard is really, really an up-and-comer from that perspective. And I think when we turn the tide from a COVID perspective, we're going to see Hartford just continue to accelerate on that front end on multiple different levels. Mm -hmm. That is that is one thing that I'm actually very happy to, to, to see is that it, it – Yes, it did dampen everybody's mood, right? It did dampen kind of, you know, just everything in general. People had to stay home. However, it doesn't seem like it really slowed down Hartford too, too much, right? Like in, in, in what you're doing, you're, you're still reaching out to people. You're still running your programs. I mean, everybody seemed to adapt relatively well. You know, everybody had their challenges. But it, it I... For, like I just have a feeling that we're we're gonna come out of this a little bit stronger. Like you know, and ready to you know the next challenge is gonna come up, so we're gonna we're gonna be able to handle it. So that that's yeah. one thing that I, I just I don't know have a feeling about it. So yeah, I agree. I agree. I think there's a lot of pent up energy right now. I think there's a lot of pent up energy. I think there's a lot of people that have been sitting over at the side, sitting on the sidelines for a long time with COVID. You know, kind of, um, you know, dancing around kind of innovation and what have you. Try, trying to keep the fire lit, right, or trying to keep the flame lit is the way that I like to put it, right? But no, haven't really been able to just immerse themselves into the community. And I think that there's really, really a lot of pent-up energy in it around that. And now that we're coming on the opposite side of COVID, that is going to unleash a lot of that energy. And we're going to be right back to where we were before COVID. Um, and, and God willing, and I, I do think we're going to have um, that Harvard is an up-and-coming city from an innovation perspective. And I think that pent-up energy is really going to serve us well over the next couple of years. Yeah, and, and you know what's interesting is that I think there's a lot of people right now that, I mean, every, we did see it. Everybody is, is rethinking kind of what they do for work maybe. Do I have to go into the office? Can I work from home? Was I, was I more protected? Do I really like my job, right? And for, I mean, I think that one of the parts of the startup ecosystem in every city and, and just naturally is like, is getting people interested and, and willing to take the, the leap, right? Uh, go, mm. Get out of their corporate job, go start that venture or go, you know, go uh, be a part of a company that, that's starting up. So it's like, that's also where I feel like this, there, there's like, that's the benefit of this whole thing is that, you know, people are, are re-looking at their employment options, uh, maybe thinking that, hey, I would be 
I, I would feel better about myself if I wasn't in that corporate job, but then, you know, was able to yeah. do something, which quite frankly, there's a lot of great people in these corporate jobs that have so much knowledge because just like you were talking about before, corporate partners are crucial to innovation in a city, right? Because they yeah. have the access, they, they have the data, they have the, the knowledge of like the problems out there in the world. And they can also help scale a, a lot of these a lot of these innovations. I mean, I assume that yeah. that is like one of the big reasons why corporate partners are essential for your program, correct? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Exactly right. And, and I would go back to just something that you said. So, you know, I've seen it from my own background and my own perspective. So I worked in uh, large corporations for for many years. I had 15 years of experience um, before I got into the startup game in M and A. Um, I work for NBC and NBC Universal. I work for GE in their headquarters. I work for a publicly traded company doing mergers and acquisitions. So I've seen the big company environment, um, and I, I think, and I, then I've also ventured off on sort of my own journey in terms of uh, being a founding member, uh, being a founding member of a team over at a startup um, here in Connecticut, um, and then working with local working with entrepreneurs right that have come over from all over the world. And so I've I've seen it from the startup side, and I've seen it from the corporate side. Um, and just to go back to it, I, my own personal perspective is it, it's sort of, um, you know, uh, it's your own personal preference depending on which, which side of the fence that you would want to be on. I personally believe that there's actually beauty in, in both sides of, of the business. You know, if you look at the corporations here that are, you look at the, look at some of the ones that are our partners, for example, look at Travelers, look at um, the Cigna, um, you know, the Hartford Carrier. I mean, these are phenomenal organizations, right? These are linchpins of the area that we live in. Um, they're providing jobs. They're providing economic opportunity. They're providing stability. They're providing careers. They're amazing, unbelievable organizations in their fields, right? And then on the same point in time, then there's these amazing startups, you know, for people who want to decide that they want to try something new. The, the way that I, I kind of like to uh, phrase it is you, you you get an itch, right? You get an itch or, or there's something inside of you that says, you know what? I've always wanted to try that. I've always wanted to start this type of business. I've always wanted to try something new. I've always wanted to take in a leap. And I think for those people who have that inside of them as well, then that's phenomenal and amazing for them as well. And the great thing is that there's an ecosystem. And what we do over in our business is we're pairing those two types of people together so that they can collaborate together and so that they can have an opportunity to work together and solve problems together, which is great as well. So like I said, I've, I've seen it on both on both sides. But I've lived it on both sides of the business, right? I've worked for um, some of the some of the largest corporations. I've also worked for young startups. Like I said, I like to think that it's great on both sides of the fence. Um, and for people who are looking to do that, it ends up being a matter of personal preference, essentially. There's there's learning at, at every stage, right? And also, you need to have people on both sides of the equation who are committed to innovation and committed to new things and, and kind of working through the hurdles that come with that. I mean, one of our uh, one of our co-hosts, Ojala Naeem, she works for Travelers, right? But she used to work for Reset, and she understands it. But now that she's on she's on the inside, right, right of, of the corporation, she can take kind of her perspective on startups and, and bringing new things to market and match that with what does it mean to actually get that through, you know, the the hierarchy of a corporation and. It's kind of, yeah. you know, some, you know, I assume that there's, uh, you know, pilots, right? Running pilots with these, with these corporate partners is part of a uh, piece of the puzzle. But, you know, it's the, it's the corporates that are the people within those organizations that understand both sides of the coin, right? They understand the startup game where it's like speed is, is half the battle, you know, timing is half the battle. Um, but they also are saying, well, here are the processes that you have to fit this into. Because if you don't fit into this kind of, you know, this flow of, of work or this kind of uh, this flow of data, 
we can't even work with you because we have yeah. we have regulations that we have to deal with. We have customers that we have to make sure that we're, we uh, uh, yeah. we protect, right? You know, in some way, yeah. shape, or form. So I think that there is, I mean, you want that free flow, right? You want that free flow of people going in and out of startups and going in, into corporates. Um, and again, I think the corporate partnerships in, in, in Hartford and in the state in general have just been wonderful. I mean, yeah. and it takes time to build, right? It didn't. It wasn't yeah. right right when we, we, we were uh, here talking with Shauna about Innovate Hartford. It wasn't like all the corporates are on board and we know exactly how we're going to work with them and, and you know, it, everything's yeah. all done. But over time, you create these pathways where... I, you know, again, the pilots, like, let's talk about a little, yeah. little bit that, like, have you been able to work with some of these corporate partners on pilot programs for, for your startups or? Yeah. So, I mean, we've, we've piloted a, a, a significant amount of um, um, early stage solutions in both real estate and healthcare through our program. I mean, we've done over the last, um, you know, call it two years, we've done 50 plus pilots. Um, and potentially even a little bit more than that that's come through. We've 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 turned like I said we've turned downtown Hartford really into a sandbox of prop tech innovation, um, where even the building that we're sitting in right now is basically equipped with the latest in the state of the art prop tech technology. Um, and then we've done it on for the corporate we've done it on the corporate side as well. I mean I, I won't go into all of the sort of specific deals in and around it, but. Um, we've had a number of successful collaborations and a number of successful partnerships back and forth between startups and corporates. So and I think what you were saying earlier is just so right. I think everyone is, you know, from it's a it's a, a journey of learning, I think, for everyone working together. So I think on the startup side, there's a journey for the startup founder in terms of being respectful to the fact that they're they're dealing with a large corporation, they're dealing with a larger organization, they have an embedded way of doing things, they have an embedded way of looking at the world, they've got people that they need to marshal in order to critically have evaluate the solution in order to make sure that it's going to make sense. Um, and they've got a way of doing business. And I think it's so critical for the startups to be respectful of that on the corporate side. And then on the corporate side, to be respectful back and forth to kind of the, the startup energy and the startup mentality, right? Which is, um, you know, it, it is quick and it's fast paced and it's it tends to be, there's less layers in terms of dealing with the startup in and around it as well. So I think it's getting everyone basically in the same room and having giving them an opportunity to foster that sense of collaboration. And that's actually what we do over at Upward Labs. We provide the forum where everyone has an ability to collaborate in that way in kind of a seamless way so that everyone is getting something out of it and that the gap between the startup and the corporation is bridged and so everybody can collaborate and solve problems together. That's what, what part and parcel of what we're doing over here at Upward Labs. A little bit of like expectation setting, I assume, right? Like, hey, yeah. we want to get a pilot in, in this group, but it's a three to six month minimum, right? Where yeah. where that's just to get into the door to approve the pilot and then maybe another six months to before it gets into a customer's yeah. hand, right? Uh, yeah, I think I think that's exactly right. I think that's exactly right. And in so I think it's ed educating the startups definitely on that front that, look, I mean, every, everybody wants, oh, we'll, we'll come in and we'll do a pilot. It'll take a month. We'll try it out. We'll test it out and then we'll move on. The reality is in a lot of the larger corporations, it doesn't work at that speed and it doesn't work at that pace for, for very valid reasons, quite frankly, right? I mean, particularly when you're talking about insurance or you're talking about healthcare, a lot of this stuff, if, if it has to do with sort of an end insured or it has to do with a... Um, a healthcare side, you, you wouldn't want to go that fast, right? Because you can actually injure people on the other side if you're going that fast. But I think it's that, um, you know, I, I like to tell the startups that end up coming in the, into the program where they say these types of things. I say, look, you're, you're basically in the major leagues right here, right? You know, you've got, um, you've got all of the, the biggest corporations that are in the area that are here in order to evaluate your solution and critically evaluate your solution. 
And so you've, you know, you've got a ticket to the big game and you've got a ticket to the big dance, right? You can't expect that it's going to come across in 15 days or 30 days or 45 days. It's unrealistic in terms of doing that. But if you stick it out and then you work it through and you're, you're playing the game effectively alongside the corporation, then there's, there's terrific partnership opportunities that can be there because the corporations really need a lot of these solutions and they really need innovation and they really need it as a force to help revitalize the company. So there's great partnerships that can be formed there. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's interesting too is that like a lot of people when they think about startups right or I mean again over the over the past eight ten years when people think about startups like originally it was Facebook and this and you know and, and Google and, and Apple which you know you can't even call yeah. them startups even you know even close to startups anymore um, but it, it's all like consumer facing right but the B two B side I mean there's a whole plethora of opportunity on the B two B side uh, uh, to to build more efficiencies and to build new products and so forth and so on but again. Like you said, it takes time. You have to set the expectations, and you have to say, "Listen, like, yes, th- th- these are the way; these are the steps that we can get to to make a pilot go through." And I assume that's kind of almost on like the property side, right? Like, you can you can get a building owner to probably agree pretty quickly, or you know, kind yeah. of a group to say, "Yeah, that we can understand that." But once you start taking the data, and then, well, who are we selling it to? Well, we're selling it to the insurance companies, not necessarily the property owners, but we need the property owners to give us access, right? So it's like yeah. the, that whole matrix of of kind of pulling the pieces together and then figuring out how to scale. Because I mean, as startups, you're yeah. you're always solving problems and you're you know fighting a fire here and there. And uh, but to have good yeah. partners be with you, um, and again, yep. there, there's exactly people like right. like Upward Labs that are you are able to um, foster that that collaborative kind of forum, uh, as you mentioned, but also again sometimes hold the startup's hand right and to say listen slow down or hey corporate yeah. speed up right yeah <laughs> so. yeah because yeah i think it, i think you know you really hit the nail on the head because it goes on both sides of the fence you know it's it's orienting the startups and letting them know what to expect right and as we get as we develop deeper and deeper relationships with all of our partners we get a chance to know the internal workings of the organization right we get a chance to know their proclivities we get a chance to know the things that they like we get a chance to know the things that they don't like we get a chance to know the things how they like to be presented to so we're acting as sort of this critical kind of intermediary function, right, which is linking everyone together, um, but at the same time doing it with a sense of deep understanding, right, a deep understanding of the startup solution and a deep understanding of how to navigate through an individual corporation. And I think that's a lot of basically where the art is. Um, and like I said, you, you get that by fundamentally by building relationships with people and by building relationships with the organizations, understanding them. And so then we, when we provide the forum where everyone has an opportunity to come and collaborate, it's all built on that understanding so that the pieces can work together. Um, and so that's, that's you know, more about how it works. Yeah. So you, you mentioned before about recruiting startups, like not just from Connecticut, not just from the U.S., but like outside the U.S., that's always been one of those things where with Innovate Hartford, like it, oh, there was always a, a we're going outside the U.S. and bringing people in. Why is that such like an important aspect of the way you guys recruit and the way you just think about, you know, who you want in your program? Yeah. No, I, I think it's critical on a, on a bunch of different areas. One, one of the reasons that, that I think is that if you go outside the United States, you go if you go from an international perspective, there's really two things that can happen, right? One is that you can give them, particularly from a Hartford-centric approach, is you can give those international businesses a landing spot in the United States. And that landing spot is where you're sort of their first exposure to the United States, right? You're giving them a landing spot. You're giving them a community. You're giving them resources. You're giving them customers. You're giving them... Uh, uh, all, all of these wonderful partners that we have as part of the program, you're, you're giving them basically a, um, an embedded network in order to make them powerful in the United States, right? 
Um, and so there's, there's a high chance that an international startup who wants to come into the United States would view that network as being very valuable. I think the second thing is, is a lot of times when you're dealing with the international startups is you can pick out a diamond in the rough. That, that in the U.S., a lot of times the startup landscape is it can be known, right? There's lots of startups in the U.S., but a lot of the better startups are known over here in the U.S. A lot of times for the inter, from an international perspective, that's not necessarily the case. Then you can pick out basically a diamond in the rough. That might be someone who's skinning a problem or tackling a problem or has a piece of technology that's totally new and totally innovative. Um, you know, maybe it was funded from different sources. Maybe it was funded from different government sources over in Europe or what have you. You can bring those technologies over here into the United States, right? And it's the first time that someone has seen that on U.S. soil. So I say those two things are, are what's great about, about the international startups. You can give them a good home. And in a lot of times, in a lot of instances, you can find really unique pieces of technology that are coming from overseas. So are you partnering with other uh, programs or other kind of... VCs or you know in in other countries or how do you guys go about? Yeah, that? we we have a huge network. So we have we have a scouting director whose whole job is dedicated towards scouting for startups. Uh, her name is Rachel Dantas. Shout out to Rachel, but Rachel is phenomenal. She does an absolutely amazing job in terms of finding these companies. So she's networked in. I mean, we're networked in everywhere essentially. I mean, we're networked in with all of the VCs. We're networked in with all of the programs. We're networked in with all of the all of the major places that you would go in order to source and find and recruit startups. Um, and so it's a it's it's a game of you know understanding and kind of being in the, being in the right place and having the right relationships and having the right connections, and that generates the funnel of the companies that come into the program. All right, all right. So Upward Hartford is one of the pieces of the puzzle in the Hartford ecosystem. In you know the uh, um, you know this is part of the uh, Launch Hartford Innovation you know places kind of series because it has been. It really has been great to see how the Innovation Places program has evolved over the past few years, uh, how people have really stuck to it and, and, and continued, uh, again, on the iteration path. So how does Upward Labs, like, and, and Upward in general, interact with the other pieces of the ecosystem here in Connecticut, in Hartford, but also in Connecticut and so forth? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question. And um, it's, it's gotten... Um, you know, it's it's a small it's a small community. It's a small entrepreneurial community here in Hartford, and so we're all connected in together, um, and increasingly looking for opportunities where we can do collaboration events back and forth between some of the different programs. So, um, I actually we've been collaborating with a, with a bunch of the different programs. So, um, Lila Partridge um, over at TechStars who. Um, is who's done a fantastic job in terms of coordinating the Advanced Manufacturing Accelerator. Um, we're in contact regularly. We have you know continuous sort of dialogue, and she's um, really taken the lead in terms of organizing and coordinating cross-program events over here in Hartford. Um, it's funny because I'm actually organizing as we speak a, a book event for um, startup entrepreneurs over here in Hartford who. Um, we'll take a book. I'm thinking about doing it as uh, a Reed Hastings book, actually, from Netflix is the first one that we're going okay. to do. And I have kind of like a forum where we get all of the entrepreneurs together. We have some food, we have some drinks, and then we talk about what is an amazing event and obviously amazing book and obviously an amazing company. So we're starting to do these cross um, events. Um, the other person who's been phenomenal is uh, Michelle Cody, has been fantastic from a launch perspective. I mean, she's at the right at the heartbeat of, of the ecosystem and working to be 
basically uh, make sure that all of the programs are working together, that they're talking together, that they're looking for collaboration opportunities. So there's a lot of that spirit here in terms of what's happening in Hartford. There's there's not a lot of it's, you know, this is my silo, this is your silo, this is your silo, and we shouldn't talk together, but a lot of kind of community in terms of what, what can we all do together in order to make the community more robust, and what can we all do together in order to really bring value over here to Hartford. Very cool. Uh, well, so, uh, so one is that book club open to anybody, or is that just uh, just the Upward Labs uh, yeah. uh, group? No, that's for um, Har- we'll call it Harper based entrepreneurs. All right, Harper based entrepreneurs. All right, I like that. Actually, uh, actually, it was interesting. I got to work with Lila last year because I, uh, you know, as part of um, you know, again the entrepreneurial lifestyle. Sometimes you uh, also run a business, but also when you uh, your wife's pregnant and you're bringing out a kid, maybe you're like, okay, yeah. maybe you get a job on the side to to continue. And right. my job was with uh, with TechStars, and it was a, a phenomenal. Phenomenal experience. I uh, got to got to work with them, and so they are doing great work. Um, and it's and it's interesting to be able to, for to, for Hartford to be able to pull in some of these other partners uh, from from across the the country. It just yeah. shows that again we're we're building up. It takes time, but like yeah. we're getting to the place where Hartford is known. I mean. People are making moves. The startups that are coming out of here are real. They're, they're real, and they're and they're able to actually scale and, and work with these corporate partners. So it's uh, again, it's uh, it's good to to one always see the 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 people that have been here for a while, right? There, there's people that yeah. have been involved from day one, ten years ago that you still see, and they're in different roles, but again, still involved yeah. in the ecosystem. But then new people get, get involved, and then end up staying yeah. or continually, you know, kind of having uh, projects and activities. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. And I would say that the assets, well, the, the biggest asset that Harper had is the people. The people here are phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And you go over, I mean, we talked about, you know, Lila's done a great job over at Techstars. I know you have Marty Gway, I think, on yes, your, yeah. on your yeah, podcast, Marty, I think, yeah. in the last episode, yeah. who's, I mean, you can't possibly oh, beat he's Marty. A, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's amazing. I mean, he's, uh, I like to think of Marty, he's like a fount of wisdom, right? And he's done a session for our startups over in our program on sort of tips of nav- navigating a large corporation for a startup. And I remember in the last cohort that we had, in the third cohort, um, we, I had one of my starters um, come up to me after Marty's session, and he said, you know, Greg, he said, some of the sessions I wasn't paying attention to. <laughs> but he said, once Marty started talking, I whipped out my notebook and just started writing as fast as I can because he's, he's a guy with a lot of wisdom. I mean, Paul Tyler has done an amazing job yes, over at Nassau Re. I mean, pa- Paul and, and Laura are such an amazing team over there. Um, you know, Stacy Brown over at InsureTech Hartford has just absolutely been phenomenal. I mean, the people that are here in the ecosystem, the people that are in the corporation, and that the people that are here from a from an event and from a program perspective are really first class. And quite frankly, I think that's one of the biggest assets that this region has. Mm-hmm. And they're all very approachable. Had, oh. had, they, they were they were on yep. the podcast too. They they again they they're very easy to talk to, very easy to kind of run stuff by. And that's you know people think about the corporate you know they, they talk about corporate people or whatever and they're like oh you know stiff and you know stodgy and not just like not yeah. not approachable about stuff but that's not the, that's I haven't seen that right no. and and they're they're very easy to talk to say throwing them ideas their way and they're like well you know they 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 you can see them analyzing how it could be done or who they need to talk to and 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 so yeah. forth so like that's again having these partners being willing to do it and. They're doing all this stuff on top of their day day jobs, right? Yeah. And so that's the other side of it is it's just people putting in the extra effort and the extra sustained effort over years to 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 bring uh, stuff to fruition. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I, to- I totally agree. I mean, every there now the types of people who are very they're they're very senior, they're very seasoned, but at the same point in time, they're very approachable. 
um, you know, and, and they're the, they are the types of people that you can collaborate with, too. You know, like, like I said, it's, it's not a, a, a very stuffed shirt type of mentality. It is people that you can come, people you can have a conversation with. It's people you can collaborate with. Um, you know, I've, I think as I've started in and around the community, I recognize that intrinsically, basically right up front, that the people that this community has are really first class. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I mean, what we've seen is that Harford's doing it and other parts of uh, Connecticut are doing it, too, and that, that's what the... the cool thing about it is that you have this that you know the ecosystem's small and you know Connecticut's one of those like small places at the end of the day I mean we have way less people in Connecticut than, we, than in New York City or Boston or what you know right and yeah. so um so it's great and and I feel like everybody's pretty much open to collaboration always willing to kind of share ideas and, and work with each other so like that's again yeah. if we keep keep fostering that that uh that, uh that culture I think we're we're in good shape here in Connecticut. So, yeah, no, I totally um, agree. Yeah, yeah. So where's Upward uh, going? So we're you know um, obviously you know uh, it's kind of funny is that I've you know during this this past year asking like oh so how did you adjust to COVID and how did you know mm -hmm. what what's coming out of COVID and uh, and so forth but like forgetting about that like where where is Upward going? What's happening in the next few months, next year, and so forth? Yeah, no, I think I think it's a great question. I mean, I think the the future direction of the company and I was. Um, talking about it basically a little bit earlier. So as we start to um, kind of unfreeze from a, from a covert perspective, as we're starting to, everyone's getting, starting to get back to normal, uh, the demand for uh, between, for the demand for the large corporations to have a, um, an arm which basically helps them find the most innovative startups that help solve their challenges, that that, that, that demand, that collaboration, that demand, that working together, that ability to collaboratively solve problems together, that ability to get back to basics and to innovate together, that that's basically where we're moving from a program perspective, right? And so it's you know, working with, um, you know, really developing very, very deep relationships with enterprises, developing deep relationships with the corporates that we work with, and at the same point in time, matching them and pairing them with um, what are, quite frankly, a, a, an increasingly more impressive and impressive group of startups. That's basically where we're headed and where the program's headed. And like I said, we've, we've had now, we've had two years of, of um, experimenting around with all of this, you know, with um, running our program and running our lab and running our accelerator type features. So we've, we've gotten the hang of, of how to find and how to diligence very promising startups, um, how to find talented entrepreneurs that we can bring here to Hartford. And then at the same point in time, how to really identify and hone in on um, the problems or the areas of opportunity where the large corporates want to work with startups. And so the goal for Upward is to take all of that, right, um, to take the 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 unfreezing or sort of the, the thawing out of COVID, right, and develop a lot of energy and momentum on that front. So that's that's what we're up to. Yeah, and uh, I think, again, a lot of people, for some people, they thought it was like uh, uh, tampering down the momentum of startups. Um, when I was at Techstars, they were like, we're doubling down on investing. Like, no, like, no, like this is the time where, again, it's a moment in time where people are willing to accept new technologies or accept new ways of doing business. Um, and it's, again, like, I think a lot of people are like, now is the time for us to really build the world that we want to see, right? Really yeah. put in, into the, the change both personally, but in professionally and in our communities, change the way we are doing things because there's yeah. always ways to improve, right? And so um, I like to, yeah. to hear that is that, like, you're doubling down on relationship building, both with, you know, the corporate partners, but also with startups, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And it, it gets back to, like, it's now is a perfect time, quite frankly, right? It's so much pent-up energy, so much pent-up information. If you look at Hartford, even just from an ecosystem perspective, we had we had such momentum and such a build-up, right, in terms of everything that was happening from a from a 
um, community perspective and everything was happening from an ecosystem perspective. As you said before, now it's been with COVID, everything has sort of impressed and compressed into a bottle and there's a lot of pent up energy, right? And now is the time to basically take that um, and to take that basically for the benefit of everyone, right? I mean, I, I look at the work that we do over here as fundamentally just, you know, um, it's important work for everyone that's involved, right? It's important work for the large corporates because they've got to find new sources of innovation in order to continue to be competitive. It's critical work for the startups, right? Because if you're, if you're a startup and you have an opportunity to work and to sign a deal with a large corporation or to explore pathways with a large corporation, it's a stamp of validity on you, quite frankly, Right. Um, it's a stamp of validity from the investment community. It's a stamp of validity from the customer community. If you can have a large corporation put a stamp and say this, this type, this is the type of enterprise or these are the types of people that I want to work with, that's phenomenal from a startup. And like I said, from the community perspective, you know, here in terms of Hartford, in terms of our spaces, it's good for everyone as well. So the the momentum and sort of the energy and the commitment to doing that is basically what we're all about right now. Um, and like I said, it's just ex exciting times as, as, as we're heading into the next few months for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the discovery process for, uh, uh, for startups, right? Whether it be customer discovery or channel discovery, right? My, my channel or, uh, or kind of indirect uh, partners. I mean, that's, that's crucial. And again, it, it seems as if uh, you really have kind of narrowed down. This is you know, your pathway, your forum of, of the ways you're going to give access to those startups. Uh, to to really kind of uncover yep. um, how they can partner with these, these corporates yeah, and, and exactly. again vice versa because there are definitely some people within corporate uh, uh, you know corporate partners that don't fully understand the the innovation cycle and understand how an innovation moves through right so it's like you gotta there's a little bit yeah. of learning on either side but yeah no I I, I to, to, totally agree with every, everything that you've said and um, you know, I, th I think for the for the corporates as well, like I said, there's, there's every corporation and all of the partners that we deal with are a little bit different, right? They, all, they look at the world in a different way. They act in different ways. They act at different speed. They require more diligence or less diligence. Everyone is a little bit different. You know, this is kind of like a lot of, a lot of flavors of ice cream in the ice cream shop to, to, <laughs> to some extent, right? Um, and so for us, it's having an opportunity to basically understand what can be most effective for that organization and how can you take a solution and effectively move it through that organization so that it delivers value to the end partner. Um, and that's a little bit about sort of like the art of, um, you know, what, what, what we're working to do over here on a day-to-day -day basis over at Upward Labs. Very cool. Very cool. So, you know, as we, again, I'm, I'm really happy to, to be able to sit down with you, get back in person and, and kind of uh, uh, work through the... Uh, uh, work through that again. And uh, so question, where where can one uh, people find uh, you and like find Upward Labs and wh where do they go and everything like that? And then do you have an upcoming application or another cohort coming in? And, and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're actually in the middle of a cohort right now. So we're right in the middle of our fourth cohort. Um, very, very prop tech focused for what we have right now. Um, we have some, some phenomenal solutions a um, couple of a great solution for climate change. We have a great solution for energy efficiency. Um, so in, in the middle of the cohort, uh, we're going to start scouting for, um, you know, few, for our program moving forward. We're, you know, um, in the middle of sort of aligning with some of our partners to understand the types of things that they're go going to want to look for from scouting basically moving forward. Um, and then you can find us on, from a web address perspective, you can, uh, the easiest way to do it is to go to moveupward.city. Um, that's going to bring you right to the homepage for um, Upward. Um, 
uh, from moveupward.city, you can navigate through, you can find the co-working space, you can find the living space, and then you can find the websites that we have over here for the lab. Um, so that would be the easiest way to get in touch. And then my email address for um, anyone who, who wants to get in touch with me is greg at moveupward.city. Uh, that's probably the easiest way to easiest way to find me. So just send me an email, and um, I'd love to hear from everyone. Very cool. Any uh, any in person events going on this summer, or are you uh, do you have a schedule for that, or, or still waiting to uh, to, to put yeah, it's it's still coming together. To be honest with you, it's still coming together. You know, it feels like some people were getting back out in person and doing more of the one on ones, but the larger events are still there's, there's been less structure in it around some some of the larger events, but. Um, you know, we'll um, obviously for for us. If you're not following us on on LinkedIn, um, you can follow Upward on LinkedIn. is is the main page. Um, you know, definitely give give us a follow there because it's we we post um, you know updates on startups. We post updates on events. We post updates on you know, new solutions and new companies or stories of entrepreneurs that are coming into the program. So definitely give us a follow there as well. All right, very cool. Well, Greg, it was uh, it was very nice to meet you, and luckily uh, we got to do it in person, not over Zoom. Which uh, which again, I mastered the Zoom uh, um, uh, podcast uh, this past year, and I have to get back into doing the in person one as I'm uh, clearly a little bit rusty. But um, but no, thank you very much, Greg, and uh, we look Great. forward to seeing uh, everything else uh, upward. All right, Eric. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on this, and this was fantastic. You did a great job. Uh, thank you, and uh, we'll we'll talk soon. And uh, to everybody out there, thank you for uh, listening. And please, if you can, just leave us a, a comment. Hit us up on one of our socials. We, we want to hear from you. So uh, thank you, and uh, tune in next time. When starting a podcast, one step in the journey is landing a sponsorship. And in 2021, CT Startup is thankful to have two sponsors. One of those sponsors is Connecticut Innovations, or some people know it, CI an organization that has been a key player in turning Connecticut into a hub for innovation. In 2020, Bloomberg ranked Connecticut as the fourth most innovative economy in the country. And CI is one of those organizations here in Connecticut that can take credit for that ranking. CI is Connecticut's strategic venture capital arm and is the leading source of financing and ongoing support for innovative growing companies. By offering equity investments, strategic guidance, in introductions to valuable partners, they are enabling promising businesses to thrive. For more information on how Connecticut Innovations can work with your company, please visit their website, www.ctinnovations.com. Thank you for listening to CT Startup. More Connecticut startup news, information, and events can be found at ctstartup.com. The weekly episodes of this podcast can be downloaded from iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and ctstartup.com. See you next week.